Welcome back to the Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode number eight. How's it going, Left Hand? Hey, man, it's going great. How are you doing? Good, good. It's February 14th, and I hope you all enjoy this episode of Talking Lead. Wait a minute. Did you just say February the 14th? 14th. Oh, crap. Crap, man. Valentine's Day. Oh! Yeah, um, it is February 14th. It happened to fall on a Thursday. How red are you right now? I'm pretty red. Um, it's the. Did uh, we forget something? Yeah. No, well, we kind of made up for it. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. We usually record on Thursday, and this fell on a Thursday, so um, we would like to welcome some very special guests. Uh, we have Mrs. Zeke here, and we also have Left Hand's Right Hand, Pepper. Pepper. Welcome in, girls. Ladies. How are y'all? Hello. So we didn't forget you on Valentine's Day. We didn't. <laughs> hey, I wanted to give a shout-out to our buddies from up there in Canada, Hey, the Canucks. Trevor and uh, Brian. Trevor and Brian, They're eh? great guys, eh? They, they said they want to come down and shoot with us, eh? Love to have them down. Yeah, it'd be fun. Maybe they can warm up. We can teach them the uh, redneck ways, eh? <laughs> I'm sure Canada has their own rednecks. Yeah, as long as they bring beers. Beers are good. What's that beer that, uh, was it the McKenzie Brothers? Is that, oh. Remember them back in the yeah, 80s? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Strange Brew. Strange Brew. I love that movie. <laughs> that was an awesome movie. i got to watch that and watch that years, decades. I wonder if, I, if it has guns in it, we can review it on here. I don't know. That'd be cool. It is Valentine's Day 2013. And what about the traffic getting in tonight, too? The Predators oh are playing. Oh, my gosh. Good Lord. Traffic was insane. We're Who actually getting a late start. You know? I have no idea. I don't either. Do you girls know? I have no idea. I have no idea. No. Do they shoot guns at the Predators games? <coughs> they shoot those T-shirt We're guns. We're not supposed to talk about it if they don't shoot guns. Well, they've got the T-shirt gun. <laughs> okay, that counts. I like, I like yeah. the Preds. I guess they do that. Though. And our buddies up in Canada would like to come watch a Preds game, eh, too? Hey, hockey. Trevor, Brian, I loved your show. Great show. We really enjoyed it. Uh, never heard you. I'd, I'd gotten turned on to you by um, Brian, and then a couple of the guys at the Firearms Radio Network had talked about you, and I heard the show, and I have officially subscribed now. I've been uh, enjoying our banter Canadian back and forth with yeah. Trevor and Canadian Reload Radio. And Canadian and Service Conditions Radio. Yeah. They've got their own little network, kind of like we've got, too, up there. Yeah, kind of, kind of branched off. We had another Second Amendment rally last week. That was pretty fun. It was. It wasn't like the first one. I was a little disappointed in the turnout. Well, yeah, and I was kind of disappointed in your turnout. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I was there. So I showed you were up. there. You did get there. You did get there. The, the, I the, did. The I, I used Nashville, my GPS system. Nashville is set up in a way where at one end of this long road is a giant courthouse, and at the other end of this long road is the state capitol, and they look very similar. And I kept looking for left hand and – uh, a couple of the other guys. Well, we were I all kind of like, where, where where is, is is left hand? And all of a sudden, I get a text. Where are you? I said, I'm in the back of the crowd. Come find me. I'm not hard to find. And I, I kind of stick crowd? out. <laughs> and he says, what crowd? Finally, he calls me. <laughs> and he says, I'm walking around everywhere, and I don't see you. And it hits me. I'm like, are you at the courthouse? Dead silence. Oh, crap. 
<laughs> so he had been walking had around in circles. It. And the best thing was Hickok 45 goes, what, has he been making left-hand turns all the whole time? <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. I thought I was doing something good. I, I got a ride from my sweetheart over here, Pepper, mm. even dropped me off. So uh, I, was, I thought I was you know, beating everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they get dropped off at the wrong place, and I still end up having to walk half a mile that, that was pretty funny but yeah it didn't have that great of a turnout i mean it was good that people came it was freezing cold <clears throat> a little bit of a mist going on it was really cold there the good turnout for the kind of weather we had plus it was a friday work day at 10 a.m yeah um it wasn't quite as organized as the last one i think one. this was more of a layman rally yeah a little, or, a little more think, laid back were there any politicians there i don't know there any. weren't any politicians we did have a jack wagon you know what he needs to be a part of our jack wagon train we did have we'll this young kid. The Jack Wagoneer. Oh, my gosh. This young kid shows up with an AR strapped to his back. In Tennessee, we have a handgun carry permit. It is against the law to carry a loaded rifle unless you're hunting. You can carry your handgun. You can even open carry your handgun if you want, if you've got the permit. But this kid walks up with a loaded AR. You can transport a loaded rifle if you have your permit. Right, but you can't carry it You can't it carry it. You can transport it. So this kid didn't read the laws. He didn't even look like he was 18. That's the thing that was really weird to me. And a few people even said maybe he was a plant. But Well, that's knows? what I was thinking. That's kind of speculation. But, it, I mean. But luckily there wasn't a lot of attention drawn no. to it. New Channel 4 got a little I bit on I only it. saw one one story where somebody was actually yeah. covering that. But everybody, it was just this side of, oh, my gosh. Because the state troopers ran up and they grabbed him and they took him inside the building. But that was the only little hiccup, really. That and then it wasn't really well organized. We had just ran. And people getting up and speaking as they felt like it. So. But it was good to see a lot of the the, you know, the YouTubers and, and bloggers and podcasters there. You know, the guys from Gun Blast were there too. Yeah, I saw those guys. Were uh, they weren't at the last one? I think they were at thing in California with the big gun the big gun show. Oh, shot show. In La- yeah, shot show. Couldn't think of it. I think they were at shot show last time, but but they were there. And Vegas, I guess you mean Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shot show. It's in Vegas. That's right. So it was fun. That was kind of my about all for me in weekend guns wise. Well, as you've probably noticed, and some of our leadheads have noticed, I've been getting involved with this beauty contest, AR beauty contest. You've lit a little fire. So that's kind of what I've been doing this week. Is I've been posting my beauty pageant contestants. Got I guess I got three up right now. Yeah, gorgeous. More to come. I like the way you've been wording it, too. Well, the first one, I just I got a little flamboyant with it. But the, <laughs> the last two have been pretty Tame. general. Yeah. Well, that one guy got excited. I just, I just want to show to people, a hey, cold it's, it's a fun afterwards. thing. Have fun with it. Yeah, JB. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. You know, instead of corrections uh, from last week, we didn't really have a whole lot because we're perfect. No, I'm just kidding. We're not perfect. Far from far it. Far from it. Very far from it. So instead of corrections, this week we're going to start something that a listener um, suggested. Let's give him credit. We are going to give him credit. I'll read a little bit of his email later on. But he he suggested the Jack Wagon Train, and we're going to name the people on the Jack Wagon Train the Jack Wagoneers. Jack Wagoneers. This is not always going to be a politician, uh, but there are going to be a few politicians, including the first one from today. And this was his one of his recommendations, yep. and we we unanimously unanimously agreed. Yeah, it's uh, and it could be someone who just did something stupid with guns that made the gun culture look bad or. or just in general, yeah. somebody so new, that deserves to be on the new Jack aspect to the show we're adding is the Jack Wagoneer of the week. Right, and this week she is our Jack Wagon extraordinaire. Let's have the ladies say who it is. You want to say who it is? She is a lady. <clears throat> you want to go in ahead, Mrs. Sense. Zeke? Sure. The first Jack Wagoneer is Diane, Diane Feinstein. Feinstein. 
Diane Feinstein. She is she's the Jack Wagoneer train leader. She is the biggest Jack Wagoneer of them all si, as senora. of today. I'm sure there'll be other ones. Of course, you know, you and I were talking that we need to add uh, one other one was that guy from the rally. The, uh, he, he's yeah. runner up. He he's going to go hand in hand with Diane Feinstein. The, the young guy that brought the IRA, the IRA, the IRA. IRA? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun was rally. He, he bit Irish. <laughs> he was Irish. The, the fact that he had a gun and he showed up to the rally, I'm going to give him credit for that. So he gets runner up. Let's go into the main meat and potatoes of the show. Meat and taters. Um, this is our guns and love episode. As you notice, we brought our significant others in, Mrs. Zeke, and left hand's right hand. Pepper, we give this question to Doctor. everybody. Uh, so, Pepper, let's let you go first. Uh, how'd you get into firearms? Left hand. Ah. <laughs> Didn't I get all the credit for that? All the credit. I never. I think I've been it. getting your whole family into it. Yeah. I? I was talking to her dad yeah. uh, earlier today. He's got me on the hunt. Three eighty or a, a small pocket gun, maybe a nine millimeter, something like. That tracked down a couple today and i've been on the phone off and on with him most of the day today but go ahead i'm sorry talk, yeah. talk about your first experience mm, my first shooting ex- the shooting the was home. that the farm was the first place that we went and i shot nine millimeter first you shot you, you shot the glock nine millimeter and then you shot the you shot the walther pps okay nine millimeter and then we she shot your whole edc I, check I shot. I shot four guns. Did she blow the rape? Did she think. blow the rape whistle on you? <laughs> <laughs> and then you no. shot the. It's and it's one of the beauty pageant contestants that I put in the spikes AR fifteen. We got a couple of shots of her pictures of her. And I got hit in the lip with that one. Oh, I think that <laughs> she one got, got a little hit. recoil. Yeah, hit in the lip. But just once. Just once. It was After a that, you had good yeah. control of it, yeah. didn't you? I was my face was too close or something. You were you were know. scared, weren't you at first? Uh, I was very scared because you didn't know what to expect. I did not know. But then after you shot it, I mean, you're just like a like an old hat at it. Uh. You were doing good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, she was putting she was putting the lead on target too, man. I mean, she was putting tight groups. We we're probably twenty five yards out, man. I mean, for a first time shooting, I mean, she had she had groups. She actually had groups. I mean, they weren't splattered all over the place. So we still got that target too. She rubbing your face often, no. like if somebody. Like beats you at the battleship game and keeps I it, been beat at battleship. it. And I don't know who that would be though. <laughs> haven't been beat at battleship. <laughs> uh, she, she beat me. <laughs> but First then, time or second time we played battleship. Second time. Second time. <laughs> she yeah. she kept it. <laughs> well, I've noticed that just like in golf, women are are good at shooting, just like they are at putting. I mean, mm-hmm. have you noticed we've played golf with with a woman. I mean, how they just naturally pick up putting and they can you know knock it right in the hole. I, I've noticed that with firearms as well. Just as long as you don't make that comment that that golf announcer made that one time about female golfers. What was that? Well, things getting in the way and didn't think that oh. female golfers could get as much power behind the swing. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he works in the golf industry anymore. Yeah. I don't know. So then she, you know, talk about uh, your progression. Get my carry permit. I took the class, did great, passed it, flying collars. But my uh, permit expired, so I didn't get my license. But I'm taking the class again. Yeah, we've got a class coming up, so she's going to get in that, get her back on track. Did you like the class? I, I did. Cool. I did like the class. I learned a lot. Yeah. It's going to be more fun this time, I think. Well, it was pretty fun last it time because you took it with my brother right. and sister-in-law. Yeah. This time she's going to take it with my sister and my brother-in-law. <laughs> okay, I really got confused just then. <laughs> 
what's uh, if you have your your preference of guns? What do you think you're going to pick out? I think it's a was it a 380? Is that what it is? I shot that at David's the last time, and yeah, yeah, I like that one. That was uh, the, the Smith and Wesson bodyguard. Yeah, she she kind of liked the the feel of it in her hand, little hands. We're looking to look in that direction. Maybe Valentine's Day present. Uh, today's Valentine's Day, but hey, it's the gift you know the, the, <laughs> the holiday that keeps on giving. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. I will. I will say I went to uh, a group meeting and I shot the gun. I believe it was the Dirty Harry shot. The forty-four mag. Yeah. The wow. Long the, the revolver. revolver. Uh huh. And I hit all five shots were like right by the bullseye. Nice. I was I was pretty impressed with that. Very cool. And then I got scared. <laughs> Why did you get scared? I don't know. I just did. After five shots right on the bullseye, then I got scared. <laughs> That's like quitting when you're ahead, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Prove my point. <laughs> Mrs. Zeke, how did you get into firearms? I know it wasn't me. I can't take that credit, but you've kind of been around them all your life, right? I have. My dad actually was big into guns and got both me and my brother into it. And we'd go uh, on the weekends and out to the farm and, and just shoot. And we did both handguns and rifles i always like rifles better for some reason but then you were pretty I, good with my ar that day yeah not bad yeah you're you're, you're pretty badass i was well, a little hesitant at was that the battleship that you smoked him in no, no. no that was actually with my revolver yeah yeah you were using my 357 and i was using the mm. mr 40 was that the day i was there or was that a different day? Mm, that was a different day oh, okay. yeah. yeah then i got back into it with you because there was a long period there where i i just gunless yeah i was gunless so now that we've been getting into it, I have enjoyed it and um, got something special for Christmas. She got a cool Christmas present. I'll post that mm-hmm. on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder, the, I think the laser the Purple engraving. color fill. Mm-hmm. Purple yeah. color fill. So, I, mean, I think we mentioned that in one of the, the episodes, mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah, because everybody was talking about the, I would probably still carry it even though it is purple color, <clears throat> color fill. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wouldn't stop you. It's an uh, awesome gun. Mrs. Zeke's pretty pretty competitive. Like I said, she smoked me on that battleship game. <laughs> mm-hmm. what, what was funny, we, we took our handgun carry class together. And I love this. This is something that like really, really attracts me about her. She's a she's kind of a perfectionist when it comes to stuff. And first, she was shooting with her little. Uh, she has a Taurus Ultralight 38 Special, and she's shooting that. And you saw her getting so frustrated. It wasn't like, oh gosh, I don't like this. I'm just gonna put it down. No, she was like focused and just ticked off that she wasn't getting it right. And she, you'd see it in her eyes, like she was not gonna leave the range until she was dead on perfect with it. It was awesome. It was kind of sexy. Good. That's, that's not kind of. It was very sexy. <laughs> well, thank you. Right. Yeah, but I will say that that was one battleship game. You didn't mention how many times that you've beaten me. <laughs> I mean, that was, that's just one abnormal day. <laughs> no, that wasn't abnormal. You smoked me on that one. <laughs> and called that, improvement. You know, that's and that's, right. that battleship day goes to prove something we talked about in one of our other episodes. You know, all these guys, well, it was the last episode, how these guys will bring their wives and girlfriends into gun shops and try to get them the smallest caliber, the tiniest mm-hmm. pistol. Mm-hmm. She beat me with my three fifty seven Magnum, which is a bigger, heavier. Mm-hmm. And then she would have with the thirty eight Special. It, but it's now she's all got, an individual preference and, mm-hmm. and comfort, ergonomics. So that's why you should always go out and shoot a bunch of different guns. And you've been. You never know what's going to fit. Like shoes, a, right, ladies? Shoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to try on a bunch of different shoes before. It's not the first pair. No, it's never the first. <laughs> maybe maybe you buy two or three pair, take them home with you, try them out. You one know, one and of ours. Keep the receipt, and then you take back you know maybe one pair. 
I wish we could do that with guns. Yeah. That'd be awesome. No, I, I keep all mine. That's the problem. You know, I'll, I'll buy guns thinking I'm going to trade them or sell them or, you know, something like that. But what do I end up doing? Yeah, keep keep them. Yeah. You've been in self-defense in some form or another for a while, too. Tell us a little bit about that. I have. In college, I got into taekwondo. Started out just kind of as a hobby, I guess. Get good workout, something different. And ended up, I worked at the school and... Ended up teaching a little bit and got my black belt, and so. And you <laughs> awesome. like won a bunch of competitions and stuff too. I did. Yeah. I, I won some competitions, and the the com- competitive side of me came out. And I don't need to pack heat. I just take her with me everywhere. <laughs> that, she is your concealed carry. She's right? my concealed carry. Some guy comes up and robs me. I'm like, here, get him. <laughs> so you won a few competitions. Mm-hmm. That's great. Do you have like so different colored belts? Do they do mm-hmm. that in Taekwondo? What they color do. are you? She just um, said she was a black belt. Yeah. Oh. I got the black belt. But yeah, it goes. So is that like from, the highest you can go? Uh, well, I don't know really anything about it. It is, but then they have degrees of black belt. So I was a first degree when I stopped. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, on all the way up to sixth and seventh degree, which you. Just, can you be a complete BA? Yeah, exactly. You're so amazing. Are you, are you continuing that? I'm not. Uh, my senior year of college, I hurt my knee pretty bad and uh, actually doing Taekwondo and. I tried to come back, and it just didn't work very well. Were you so. breaking brico blocks? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was just I was sparring, actually. But ah. um, I did break some stuff. I always enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, I think that's cool. What was, was the biggest Is thing you like, broke? Besides um, hearts. Three. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, three, three boards at one time. That was pretty Two by fours? Um, wow. That would be awesome. <laughs> so you just automatically increased like nine degrees by doing that. <laughs> you could do that. They're like, okay, she doesn't have to do any more testing. <laughs> yep, she's good. You're nine. <laughs> you know, with it being Valentine's, we're going to kind of throw a lot of the questions at you guys. The official rednecks, they want to know if, you, well, we already found out you're involved in firearms. And how would you recommend someone get their wives or slash girlfriends slash significant others? We don't judge, right? No. We don't judge. <laughs> In, into firearms. We don't judge. Uh, oh. <laughs> you want to take the first one there? Sure. Uh, I definitely would encourage it to be something that y'all could do together, somewhat of a date. Uh, it seems very popular, actually. When we've been at the range, I've seen a lot of couples coming in, and uh, you know, it's something that you can do. You don't have to do it all the time, but it's someplace nice to go, and you can do together, kind of get away from everything. and Blow off and some just, steam. Yeah. yeah. Relieve a little stress. Absolutely. Good stress reliever. But you, Pepper? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that, what Mrs. Zeke said. A good way to get your uh, significant other in it is... Yell out all the guns that you see in TV, movies. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Not me. Every Not time there's either. a gun, you <laughs> tell what it that. is. <laughs> never do no, that. That's fun. That's fun. We'll, to, we'll point out the flaws about yeah. what they're doing wrong. Did you see? <laughs> did you see her shoot that seven times? Because that's impossible. Because the magazine only holds five. <laughs> every time you watch a movie, you pick out yeah. every yeah. single yeah. gun, and then nice. you rewind it, and you said, "Count them." <laughs> I did that the other night. Oh, you're watching on the. I was like, the "There's no or... way that they." I said, count, "Count the bullets. How many times they shot?" I said, "That only holds that six only holds. bullets. More they mag- shot seven bullets. More yeah. magical uh, bullet factories. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those crazy yeah, Hollywood yeah. kooks. Mm. <laughs> also, the comp- the competition 
aspect of it. Be really fun That's for fun those couples that are a little more competitive or that kind of drives some passion you know that that's a great way to say hey well let's let's compete on this a little bit absolutely as as a female what what advice could you give our male listeners to get their companions into it what, just a, how I mean, did involve I them. you how I, did i just took you out yeah you kind of said come on let's go this is what we're doing you're getting your permit you're gonna shoot this gun but it was all for yeah love. it was fun because i love you yeah and we had fun you know it's it's really important too that when you get your spouse girlfriend significant other into firearms and self-protection that you encourage them to train that you encourage them to go with you to the range go to the trainings get your carry permit get additional classes that you can take uh, just get educated in firearms itself that way it's it's not just females that are uncomfortable guns when they first get them i mean males are the first gun i had i was scared when I had it because I'd never shot it. But as soon as you start shooting it, as soon as you start learning more about it, you get more comfortable. You get more comfortable with it being in the house, and it's not quite as much of a big deal. So for a lot of people, you know, we had a listener, we call him JKL. He said it seems like a battle in itself just to to get all that education in there. But it's important. It's well, very, there has to be a, a desire and a want on the other party's end as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You so, can't force it. So you've got you've to make it as interesting and as fun as possible. And everybody's different. Everybody's got their own little thing that makes them tick. You know, only you're going to know what's going to motivate them to maybe go that way with them. Uh, one other, so there's not a magic answer for that. Uh, did you say you already had your carry permit, Pepper? I took this class, and then it expired. I went to get my permit. The cam- cameras were down, so they weren't doing them. And then it expired. Oh. I know. Yeah, we've got to get Mrs. She, did, she didn't procrastinate at all. I know, did. Going to the last day. I, I did procrastinate <laughs> a little bit. It, when you okay. when y'all do carry, where do you think? How do you think you'll carry? And I know there's some unique ways for women to carry. I was going to kind of discuss a couple of those. I don't know. I probably in my purse. purse. I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's got with her profession that she does. They can't carry. What about like a tactical pen? Have you seen those? You know, with her profession, with what she does as uh, an actress. Okay. Obviously, they can't just freely you know openly carry while they're you know filming a tv show or movie or commercial or something like that so obviously you know she's probably gonna when she's in that scenario have the purse kind of to an extent i kind of understand that especially on certain shows that may have guns in the show because you never ever ever want to get a prop gun confused with a real gun Mm -hmm. i mean there's been accidents that have happened uh brandon uh brandon brandon lee bruce Mm -hmm. lee's son that's yeah. how he died. Uh, they had accidentally loaded real ammo into a prop gun, and he got shot filming one of the scenes in The Crow. Yeah. That. So, yeah, I could, I could see why you know they would pr- prohibit carrying on set. But I would think also there's probably pretty good security on movie and TV sets, right? There, there is, yes. Yeah. We have security every location, four, five, six security guards. Do, so. they, do they pat people down? They don't. They don't. They, so don't, they don't really no. check. So there's uh, the illusion of good security at movie and TV Well, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've never seen anybody be patted down, no. But You know what's going to be funny now? All the, the listeners are going to be going, who is that? Can you, what is her, who's her voice? I think, I think it's, the, yeah, it's going to be fun. Mrs. Zeke, how are you planning to carry? Same thing, purse? There's some complications about locations that you can go and carry and, and things like that with children. So okay. I have to be conscious about of that. that. Yeah. Well, the, one good thing, I, I don't know if everybody noticed on Twitter and Facebook, I posted this week the state legislature in Tennessee passed the guns and parking lot laws. So now you can have your gun in a parking lot as long you as it's in, it in your, your vehicle yeah. on a school property. Mm-hmm. In, oh. any, pretty much any property in Tennessee now. Except courthouse, federal, federal courthouse, federal place, federal yeah. property, basically. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that was a big, good, small step for, that, that for us a, in Tennessee. That is a huge step for us in Tennessee to battle what's going on on a national level. And you were talking about carrying in purses. They've got those special purses out there that have they're, – they're basically tactical purses. Mm-hmm. And they'll have – hidden compartments where your 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 gun can stay and be holstered properly you never want to just throw a gun in a purse with lipstick and pins and everything because it can get caught in the pin and mm-hmm. pull a trigger and as you're digging and around off. trying to find something right yeah. and these purses have like zippers on the side one of my favorite <laughs> favorite holsters that they have for females have you seen the flashbang it's called the flashbang yeah. it's a bra holster <laughs> nice. and it's up in your bra like from the bottom, and you have to lift your shirt and pull it out. That's why they call it the flash <laughs> bang. Uh. And they they have sold a ton of them. They're huh. they're huge because they're very very concealed. Are they huge? <laughs> the, the, the sales really, of the holsters. Really I, I, yeah, the, the holsters are yeah. really, really huge sales. So when you're being attacked by somebody, you say, "Excuse me, let me show you my." So it's that right. distraction. And they, they think yeah. they're going to get a yeah. show, and they're let me they're, show you my. <laughs> I guess that has the same effect as the pink gun for a, a male. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the distraction. So that, that instant of discombobulation. That's right. It's like, hey, what's going on here? I'm going to get a peep show, and oh, <laughs> you know, we, not the we, peep show I wanted. A pop show. Pop. No, I didn't. That, that was stupid. <laughs> no, you're going to leave that in. No. You leave my stupid stuff in. I so do. You're leaving yours okay, in. Okay, that one's the end. <laughs> pop show. Yay. Yay. Uh, so our listener, Keith, wrote in. We, we asked everybody to give some input on what they want to hear from uh, significant others. Uh, Keith said, we're talking about pink guns. He said, if she wants a pink on the if she wants pink on the gun... Make sure you can take it off if things don't work out with you. (laughs) (laughs) Then he goes on to say, by the way, great show, guys. Y'all definitely make my day on the road go by a lot quicker. Oh, this is Keith Roussel. Because I couldn't say his name last time. Boo, he, we're going to start calling him Boo. Boo. It's he Boo. says, I know y'all ain't Cajun Coonass, but sounds like Boo Cell. Cajun Coonass. Just Roussel. And I, I want to say, I lived in New Orleans. That's what I was going to say. I lived in New Orleans when I was in third grade. My mom's side of the family is French Cajun. So, uh, Keith... Le bon temps roule. There you go. Got to throw that out there for I him. I took two years of French, so I knew when I saw Let that. the good times roll is what that means. Uh-huh. It's kind of a Cajun New Orleans thing. Oh, one other thing I wanted to talk about in the, in the love and guns relationship thing. Us guys, we have a tendency to want stuff. And on this show, the stuff that we talk about are guns. So I, I wanted to find out some funny ways that guys hide their gun purchases from their wives slash significant others and i found some pretty good ones one of my favorite ones was lying and saying now who's the jack wagon that leaves her phone on (laughs) (laughs) one of my favorite ones is lying and saying that you won it at a gun show or gun shop raffle you just hoard the money for a little while go get it and say honey look i I I want this in a drawing now pepper have i ever lied to you about a gun no i I don't believe so i just tell you don't yeah mrs zeke oh yeah i've lied to you no no oh no you just tell me we got a pretty good relationship when it comes to guns we do too yeah i got her a glock 17 and Ultralight 38 special. Another another one. <laughs> I sent out the uh, message and somebody said that people hide their guns and everything. But he said, "Be careful because that's why he's now divorced." Yeah. 
he didn't hide all his purchases. That's why he got divorced. Mm. He did not hide any of his purchases. Well, apparently, so that just, wasn't a good uh, relationship anyway. Yeah, he was probably going to be get out of that Jones and over him owning guns. He needed to dump her anyway. Another funny one I've heard of guys carrying the gun into the house slowly, piece by piece. <laughs> <laughs> like sticking them in the pocket and then putting that piece on and uh-huh. eventually having the gun in the safe. And Honey, where did that gun go? Oh, I've had that for a while. Of course, there's always <laughs> the uh, the excuse of uh, it was inherited. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That and my buddy had so many, he just gave me this one. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that AR you're going to give me tomorrow, right? Yeah, wink, wink. Wink, wink. Yeah. The, the beauty contest isn't a, uh, a lineup for you to pick one out. Uh, I thought it was. (laughs) Probably the best way to, one, get away with purchasing a new gun in a shared shared fiduciary household situation is to put the gun on layaway. Show patience, sit back, pound some money away on it, and you eventually have your gun. And you're not spending a lot of money right off the bat. That's what I found. If you find a place that will do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of places will do that now. Some of them are kind of strict. It's like 60-day layaway. Yeah. It's like nah, but there's there's a lot of places that'll do like six month, eight month layaway. Another good excuse is, oh, you didn't know I had that? Yeah, oh, I've had that for years. That's been there forever. That's that's, that's been in the safe for years. <laughs> She's not paying very good attention. <laughs> you know, and that's going to go into my fact to fight the myth. So we'll get to that one here in a minute. Okay, right. let's go into the trivia from last week. Trivia from last week, and thank you once again to the Nashville Armory. Andrew, the general manager of the Nashville Armory, has given us a awesome gift kudos to andrew to the point where i kind of wanted to win the drawing but that's not real possible and that's ed could. people your, need your to version know of ed. that i'm not i'm not part of the ar beauty contest but i'm just i'm just posting them. he's just trying I'm to not light a fire win. i'm not gonna win yeah those won't I'm go not take- trivia question trivia question from last week from last was week. what gun does herschel snipe with from the guard tower in season three episode one left hand that would be the M4A1. Carbine, right? The carbine. Beautiful little gun. Semi-automatic. Semi-auto. So it was not an assault rifle. There was a bonus answer. And the bonus answer was, what was weird about that gun that only gun guys would get right? We had a lot of answers that were technically right, but we were looking for one specific thing. And if you really, really looked at that video or that picture, you would it's find pretty it. obvious. Yeah. Um, the people said unlimited ammo, which was true. He seemed to have unlimited ammo. They said absolutely no recoil. Yeah, that's true, too. There was no recoil, but that's all. very the little recoil guns. for an M4 anyway. Right. But the thing that was really weird, and one guy got it right, that had an aim point sight on there that was mounted backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go to, and find a picture of it, you'll see that the aim point sight is mounted backwards. And TJG was the only one to get this right. So we're giving him a shout-out just in case he doesn't win the drawing. But uh, TJG got that extra bonus on there. So now it's time for the drawing. Oh, I didn't say what the actual uh, prize was, did I? Mm-mm. I was thinking Andrew and um, Andrew, the general manager of Nashville Army, gave us this. It is a very nice Glock range bag. That's very, sweet. very nice. That is a very, very nice gift. Tell you, who won it? What's his name? No, nobody won it yet. We oh. haven't done the drawing yet. Oh, we're going to do the drawing. Yeah. Okay. You almost gave it away to somebody. Well, I, did, I know. I was going to say, I'm, I'm having to keep it away from you so you don't uh, take it. <laughs> I'm going to run away with it. I was going to say, I had to beat you off the bag. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am going to do. We didn't have that many. We had six people get drawing entries, so we're going to do. I'm, they're all shuffled up, and uh, let's let Pepper pick a number between one and six. Four. Four. Jason E. Congratulations. Jason E. is going to get that Glock range back. Go, Jay. Awesome, Jason. Good job, Jason. So uh, he got got those questions Mm -hmm. right. Congrats, congrats. Let's jump to uh, facts to fight the myth. Pepper's got to get back on set. All right. Let's do it. It's time for facts Facts to to fight fight the myths. So I'm going to start with my little myth. No, well, let's let oh. Pepper go. So she, no. she's oh, that's go. right. She, Pepper's got to leave, so uh, we're going to let her go. Uh, Pepper, your fact to fight the myth. My fact to fight the myth has to do with incorrect terminology in movies and TV. Pistol is not a synonym for handgun. Revolvers and pistols are both handguns, but revolvers are not pistols. Bullets are the projectiles, not the loaded rounds of ammunition. Those are cartridges. Magazines are not clips, and vice versa. A magazine contains ammunition and may or may not be removable. Clips only hold ammo together until it's time to put that ammo into a magazine or a revolver cylinder. My biggest pet peeve is when people call magazines clips. Or when our vice president says a a magazine that can hold lots of clips. You know why they do that? (laughs) Do you know why why they do that? To piss us off. They know that it's like nails on a chalkboard, (laughs) and that's why they do that. Jack wagons. I thought they, because they like gangsta rap. (laughs) They like gangsta rap? Mm Mm-hmm. I think they they just like pissing us off. (laughs) Sorry, Pepper, go ahead. That's okay. And the last one is semi-automatic firearms are not machine guns, nor are they assault rifles. No matter how military-like they appear. Bingo. Those are my facts to fight Very the myth. cool. Good job. Thank you, Pepper. You're welcome. Thanks, sweetie. You're welcome. Goodbye, everybody. I have Bye. to go back to work. All right. So, Mrs. Zeke, what is your fact to fight the myth? My fact to fight the myth is that children should be kept away from guns for their own safety. That's the, that's the myth? That's the myth, yes. So now okay. I'm going to tell you the facts. Awesome. That fight that myth. Awesome. <laughs> 0% of children that receive guns from gifts from their parents commit gun-related crimes, whereas 21% of those children that get guns um, by stealing them actually commit crimes. Also, in the 1950s, if you uh, many might remember, children routinely played cops and robbers, were given BB guns. Every little boy had a BB gun. Uh, small rifles, hunting rifles, before age 12. And the homicide rate in the 1950s was half that of the 1980s. Wow. So. Probably every little kid was getting rifles and BB guns back then, and we had less gun violence than we do now. It's true. Very interesting. Well, my fact to fight the myth goes back to something that Left Hand said earlier, um, how women just can't tell what guns you have in the safe. Uh, they're genetically incapable of recognizing different guns. Um, that's 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 a myth. My wife, especially, she can gar- I can pretty much guarantee that she would be able to tell if she walked into our gun safe. Not saying our gun safe is a walking gun safe. We, we don't have this huge, gigantic gun safe. Look in the gun safe. If she looked in our gun safe, she would be able to tell if I got something new. 
if if there was something there that didn't belong that wasn't supposed to be there anymore. So uh, be careful. Uh, you never know if you if you've gotten your wife significant other into the firearms uh, lifestyle. She's she's probably learning. She's learning a little bit there. All right, left hand. It's your turn. Fact fight the myth. Myth number four of the day. Women shouldn't have guns because men will only take them away to use against them. That's got to be one of the most misogynist myths there are out there. Uh, it goes along with anything. It's, it's training. It's being trained to how to properly not only maintain, use, but also how to defend yourself You know, in certain situations. So that's why... Uh, defensive handgun training classes are very important. Just because it's a woman uh, with a gun doesn't mean that she's going to be able to have that gun taken away from her. That's ludicrous. If they're trained well, there's not going to be an issue. I mean, that's the thing. Um, Even if they're not trained well, I mean, how ferocious are women? You know, you try to take something away from them, they're not likely. Well, you just heard just, my wife's background. I'm just not going to try to take yeah. anything from her. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my myth. Good the myth. simple truth Good is fact. that you'll just take your gun away scenario is wallowing all the worst condescending stereotypes inflicted on women. So don't underestimate women. So we got some good listener feedback this week. Got a couple of good letters. I'm going to abbreviate this one pretty much, but uh, it's still, it still a good little email. He said, hello, men behind the mic. Let me start by off by saying born and raised in Georgia. I've been around guns most of my life. My dad took me hunting when I was 12. Gave me a Marlin 3030 when I was 14, taught me how to shoot, and the four rules plus some. He did not, however, teach me about guns. I therefore never developed a passion for them. He never learned the differences between calibers, models, makes, history, just how to safely point and shoot. Well, with everything going on, I'm quickly learning that our second right should be a little more important to me and that I should do a bit of research. So it starts. He's watched a few of the Hickok 45 videos. He's looked at a few websites. Though for everyone, there seems to be another to contradict what it first says. That's true um, on the interwebs. I've read most of the Concealed Carry Digest by Masad Ayub, and I turned to good old iTunes for a podcast or two. My first was This Week in Guns, Bans and Confiscations, where I heard Zeke. I immediately started downloading the Talking Lead podcast, Episode 1. That was Midnight Saturday. I finished the latest Episode 7 on my way home today. It's pretty cool. How about that? When would he send this? A couple of days ago? This, no, he sent this today, I believe. Today? Mm-hmm. Today? No, today or yesterday. One of the two. <clears throat> So three days he went through all seven episodes. Bravo, guys. Bravo. This is exactly what I was looking for. Talking Lead to me is a free-spirited, free-flowing podcast. And my head is growing freely as I read this. I can see. Those headphones are coming (laughs) up. Expanding. I'm just kidding. Is he he that way at home, too? (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) It's just like when my friends and I get together and talk about video games, movies, comics, RPGs. I like the chemistry you two have with each other. I think it also helps out that the two of you are both novices. I feel like it's much easier to follow along. I know some people complain about the sound quality, but honestly, it's better than many other shows. But we've, we've worked that out. Thank God. I think we get the hang of the sound. But it seems for the most part you've taken care of that. And then he goes on to ask us for some um, uh, advice on stuff. I'm actually in the middle of typing you up an email with some good resources. Uh, I'll get that to you very soon. He he's created a list of certain things, and he's got some opinion. He'd like our opinions on some of the the gun choices that he has. He's narrowed okay. it down to three. I'm going to give him some of our opinions, and if the listeners want to post on Facebook and Twitter to kind of throw out their input too, that's kind of what we want to 
to do this show for is to get listener input. So he's narrowed it down to the Beretta PX4 Storm Type F subcompact, mm-hmm. the Sig Sauer P250 subcompact, mm-hmm. and the LC9 LM. Okay, I'll let you be now. Keep up the great work and the awesome show, Jerome. So thank you very much, Jerome. Uh, I should be Thanks getting that Jake. email out to you probably this weekend, uh, get you some good refor- resources, and hopefully we'll get some good input from the listeners on those three guns. Yeah. What's your personal opinion on the, on those guns? I like those PX4 Storms. Do I, you I really, really like those Berettas. They're kind of neat. I really thought I wanted one of those, Uh huh. Uh, but when I actually got one and held it and shot it i was a little disappointed well that's the only thing with me the only one i've shot at these three is the lc9 and i liked it mm-hmm. i liked it yeah the ruger mm-hmm. the lc9 I, that's one i want to add to my collection uh, really maybe like i need to shoot the other two i'll go shoot a couple of these before i give them a full i'm not a big sig sour person either but uh i do like the p250s Sig, Sig kind of has the following. The ones with the rail. They make one with the rail yeah. and one without the rail. I like the ones that have the rail. Sig's kind of got a following like H&K does. Yeah. They, they've got you that. Love you hate yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, if you've got an HK guy, he's HK all the way. Same mm-hmm. thing with Sig. I've heard the same thing with them. But see, I'm not, I'm not the – there's – you know, I like some SIGs, I like some HKs, I like some Glocks, but yeah. I don't I don't like them all. And that's where that's one thing where you and I both see eye to eye. We like guns. Yeah. I, I like all guns so far. Yeah. There's been a couple I like a lot less than other ones. It's just like you and I were talking yesterday and you had an opportunity uh to get a what was it, a SIG P P two twenty. Two twenty. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate those. I don't like anything about them. So, it's kind of souped up 1911 looking. Yeah, thing. but the you know the 250, I, I like those. And there's some other SIGs. I like the SIG uh, Scorpion. Have you seen those? Beautiful. Yeah, I love those. You know, the 1911 style. You know They've that's got, a P220, right? Is it? Yeah. The Scorpion's a P- mm-hmm. P220. It's just a different variant of the P220. Okay. Well, I like that variant. I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how I am with guns. I mean, it's just you know, there could be something well, that just sets it off, or it doesn't. I like yeah. I like the color scheme. You know, the grips that they have on those. Mm-hmm. They're very nice. But I don't like the full size. I like the one that's uh, it's a little more compact. Now you already responded to Mr. Sean. You want to go ahead and talk to Mr. Sean? Mr. Sean, the displaced Hoosier. So, Mr. Sean, message: Loving the podcast. This last episode at Nashville Armory was the best yet. I kind of thought so too, didn't you? I, I enjoyed it. That was one. Of the, it was definitely one of the funnest one to record. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, there was a lot going on there. That place was. just Wait, awesome. no, this one is the best. This, I have my beautiful wife well, here next to me. That's. But we have to say that after it's been released, and we can't say it yet because it hasn't been released. So the ones that's been released to date. <laughs> that's right. Up till this episode, I would venture to say that the one with the general manager of the National Armory would mm. probably be better. But for the gun listeners, today now once this one airs and we listen to it and Mm -hmm. you know it it, this will be but anyway back to uh, Mr. Sean the last episode of the National Army was the best yet I had the Smith and Wesson M and P R eight three fifty seven tactical revolver before it fell into the lake with the rest of my collection yeah that you know I'm hearing that heck are you I'm hearing that happen to a lot of people because you know uh, with all this gun banning stuff it's it's sad people's guns are falling in a lake so when they come to try to confiscate them it sucks they're not oh I see what he's okay during an unfortunate fishing accident wink wink yeah I mean it's really it's sad that's right that's what it's it's really sad you know when we went fishing last week I feel bad for the people who has to we lost all to... our guns, too, didn't we? Right. Well, mine fell off a cliff into a bottomless pit of despair. My dog so, ate mine. Yeah. That's even better. 
<laughs> your dog could eat yours. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big sweetie. Awesome firearm and one that everyone reluctantly hands back. If eight rounds of three fifty seven Magnum aren't enough, I suggest you seek training and stay out of New York. <laughs> EDC check. Oh, he's got one on us. What's yeah, his okay. EDC check? All right, he's, he's checking us right here. Here's our EDC check. This is Sean's brand new H&K P30 V2 LEM 9mm. Can you tell me what all those acronyms are for, Zeke? While I'm reading the rest of this, see, see what If you is. give me time to look them up on the Internet, I absolutely <laughs> can tell you where. <laughs> Anybody where can, can't they? <laughs> Haven't got the chance to fire it yet, but so far is the most comfortable and natural pointing pistol for me yet. Sounds like it. We'll have to check that one out. Love the use of the term jack wagon. I'd like to propose a new audience. Inter- okay, so this is where we came up, and right. we did take Mr. your Sean, Mr. Sean, Mr. Is Sean the- is the one who proposed the jack wagon train. So uh, we've added that segment, as you heard earlier. You Sean. know where the term jack wagon comes from? I looked this yeah. up. I looked it up to make sure it wasn't anything perverted. Back in the the Western days, right? In the like wagon the chuck wagon, right? In the wagon train days, the, the the wagon that was in the back of all the wagon trains was the feed wagon, the chuck wagon, the chuck wagon. Yeah, and some people called it the jack wagon, and it was the slow wagon of all of them because it kept all the food yeah. so if somebody was acting stupid or doing something silly they were a jack wagon so, yeah yeah it's kind of like diane feinstein mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the first uh official jack, jack wagon extraordinaire she's a jack wagoneer extraordinaire that's right i think she is the um she's the engineer of the jack wagon train she's the engineer yeah. <laughs> so anyway i really think this could take off on social media and increase the facebook and twitter followers keep up the excellent work mr sean and as you can see already mr sean we have taken your uh suggestions and run with it so we thank are, you for we're that we're going to use that we had some new itunes reviews uh first one bd saint 88 Gave us five stars. Said expected nothing less from the guys at Talking Lead. Great podcast and a great way to learn about all things firearms. I think Mrs. Zeke should read the next one. Yes. Big G of AZ uh, rated it's five stars. And keep up the good work on the cast, guys. Jim and Phoenix. We got Myers431. Great listen. Five stars. It's nice to hear about some intelligent good old boys talking about firearms. <laughs> intelligent intelligent good old boys i like that make sure everybody to go to itunes uh write reviews because like i said last episode that's what helps us get seen by more people searching on itunes uh it gets us up at the rankings uh, we're actually up to number 10 we were at number four at one point this week when we got a few reviews dropped back down to number 10 but that's still pretty good we, yeah. were, we were beating out the gun guys at one point were we really yeah, I mean, they're part of our Firearms Radio Network. We love them to death, but it was kind of cool. I, I texted Jake, and I said, hey, dude, uh, did you see it? We're at number four, and y'all are at number eight. And he goes, yeah, it's a glitch. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I was all excited. And then about a couple hours later, I checked to see our rankings. They jumped up to number four, and we bumped down to number six. Hmm. And I was like, it! I knew I should have got a, a screenshot of that just to you know prove it to him. Mm-hmm. He said, no, never happened. <laughs> so doesn't exist there now. There you go. <laughs> so don't forget to do that. Don't forget to go to Ruger.com. We mentioned it a few episodes ago. If you go to Ruger.com, they've got a little app there where you can fill out your name, address, phone number, and they will generate a letter and send it to all the senators and legislators. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just one site that you can go to. The more sites <clears throat> you go to, the more letters that are sent, the more these um, senators and representatives are going to be inundated uh, with voices, our concerns 
uh, about what's going on on Capitol Hill. So yeah. take part, be active, visit those sites. And we'll post some more on uh, Facebook uh, and Twitter. Yeah, we definitely will. We hope you all enjoyed our little abbreviated version of Talking Lead this week uh, for our Valentines. Thank you so much to my beautiful wife, Mrs. Zeke. And thank you so much for my beautiful little sweetheart, Pepper, for coming in. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and we'll see you next time. Left hand as always. Keep your loved ones close. Keep your firearms closer. Closer.